Hello and thank you for listening to episode 86 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave and this is another one of our Soundcheck album shows. Now hopefully by now you've all heard the previous show that Chris and Tina did with Adam from Movie Histories and Attaboy Clarence and if you haven't I highly recommend that you pause this immediately, go and download it and have a listen to it because if you've got any interest in cinema whatsoever it is, even though I say so myself, it's an essential listen. Please go and listen to that. We've had some fantastic feedback about it. And to anybody listening to this that did give us feedback uh, and who did listen to it, thank you so much. I'm sure, like I said, that you enjoyed it. Uh, you enjoyed it nowhere near as much as Chris and Tina did, believe me. They were both audibly squeaking. The amount of editing I had to do in that show to edit out <laughs> the excited squeaking by both of them was just... It was just unbelievable. There's probably about 30 minutes of it. I should release 30 minutes of it. If you want to hear 30 minutes of Chris and Tina squeaking, um, let me know and I'll, I'll do that as the bonus episode. <laughs> and after that, well, now you're stuck with me by myself talking about an album that you probably never heard of. So if there was uh, ever a case of After the Lord Mayor's Show, um, welcome to episode 86. <laughs> so for those of you that are still listening, thank you very much. Uh, you've probably noticed by now that I'm going to be talking about the Shark Island album called Law of the Order. Now, I'll give you a little bit of uh, the history of Shark Island to begin with before how I got into the album. When I when I do get into that, uh, there is a way that you could help me. Uh, it is a very, very small chance that one of you listening might be able to help. But yeah, keep listening and uh, I'll, be, I'll be giving a shout for some for some help a little bit later on. So, Shark Island, Law of the Order. It's almost one of those one-and-done albums, like I did previously with Shadow King and No Sweat. I am, of course, back on familiar territory with a rock album. You knew that wouldn't, I wouldn't go too long without talking about rock music, so here we are. They were formed in 1979 and they were called Sharks. And, of course, like a lot of bands over that time, there's been a lot of band member changes, and I'm not going to go through each and every one of them. I will mention, though lead guitarist Spencer Serkham. Now, he worked for BC Rich Guitars, and he helped to design one of the most popular guitars, the Warlock, which I owned, among many other guitars. I added it up, actually. I've owned four electric guitars, one bass guitar, one acoustic guitar, none of which I have ever been able to play, <laughs> and still can't. But this Warlock one was great if you were... Just please Google BC Rich Warlock guitars. The shape of them are fantastic. The one I had um, had some great artwork on it of um, semi-dressed, voluptuous woman in the style of Boris Bellagio. And yeah, I it was one of those times when, you know, you get short for money, you've got to sell some stuff, and that disappeared, which I do regret, even though I couldn't play it. So yeah, he helped to... to to design that. Now, the original band, they released an independent album called Alter Ego. Now, Alter is, is spelt like the church Alter. They released that in 1982. And as well as the independent album, they released three singles. And the first was a unique triple fin shaped 45 single. Can you remember those? Can you remember when they had like weird shaped vinyl? Obviously, there was the coloured vinyl and uh, the picture discs. But there was quite a few shaped vinyl ones. I know one of the Kiss ones I had was shaped like the tank, and it got the tank on it. Uh, so when it was inserted, this one particular one, when it was inserted into the jacket, it cut through the ocean image on the cover, so it looked like shark fins coming through the ocean, which I think sounds pretty cool. 
It was in 1985 that the Sharks then changed their name to Shark Island and they released an independent album called School Bus. Now, you could remember it was the mid-80s. You can't just... <laughs> you can't spell it how it's supposed to be. So it's spelt S-C-O-O-L-B-U-S-S. Uh, that was released, like I said, in 1986. Rick Derringer produced most of the album. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, here is today's Kiss reference, even though I have already just mentioned them with that uh, tank-shaped disc. Rick Derringer played on the Kiss album Lick It Up and played the lead uh, solo on Exciter. So there you go. You'd, you'd be disappointed if I didn't get a Kiss reference in. <laughs> there are only 1,200 copies made, uh, 200 in a red cover, and 1,000 in turquoise. So if you've got those, you've got pretty good collector's item, really, because there weren't that many made. Now, the album I'm going to talk about, Law of the Order, uh, it was produced by a guy called Randy Nicholas, and it is generally speculated that Randy wasn't familiar with the band, or not familiar enough with them to give them the sound that they wanted from this album. Apparently they were really high energy, big sounding, bombastic live performance in your face, and he didn't capture that on the album. And that is one of the things that is cited as being why the album didn't do as well as most people thought. It had disappointing CD sales, uh, disappointing album sales. There was no real promotion from Epic Records. And the band just sort of vanished and each went off to join other projects. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm not going to go to each and every project that they went into. Now, Law of the Order was reissued in 2004 by a French independent label, Bad Reputation, as a double CD. And that included a lot of bonus tracks. And then... The, pre the previous, the next year in 2005, Shark Island reunited to re-record previously written and demoed songs for the album Gathering of the Faithful, which was released in 2006 and produced in part by the guitarist I mentioned earlier, Spencer Circum. In 2015, Alive at the Whiskey was released and this was recorded in 1989. It has eight tracks and six of them are from this album, Law of the Order. So, the album, Law of the Order. I'm not going to go through each and every track. Um, what I will say is there are two ballads on the album. The rest are all up-tempo rock songs, and it finishes with The Chain, which, as you probably know, is a Fleetwood Mac song. And they do a really, really good cover version of this. Um, if, you like, if you like The Chain and you like rock music, I'm fairly confident that you'll enjoy this version of it so give that a spin so onto the songs themselves of the 10 tracks that are on the album track one is paris calling now this was the single uh, from the album there is also a video for it that if you go to the web page for this episode i'll give you the details of course at the end of the show and you have a look the the video for the song is on there this was the first song that i heard from them and i'll give you the story of how I discovered Shark Island and how you can help me when you've heard this because Paris Calling is my first track that I'm going to play.
Now then, picture the scene. It's early October 1989. This album has been out a couple of weeks. Now myself and four other friends leap into the car and we're going to Blackpool, which for those of you that are outside the UK is uh, quite a popular UK holiday seaside destination. But we weren't going for a holiday. No, we were going for a football match because this is when I was still heavily into our football as opposed to American football, which I love now, and did them. So I get picked up in the car and my friend who's driving, Mike, he puts this CD in. And you've got to remember at the time, it wasn't a CD player in the car. It was a separate CD player <laughs> that wasn't fixed into the dashboard. And he said, oh, I've got this great CD. Let's have a listen to it. So we listened to this all the way to Blackpool. It's probably about an hour and a half drive. And we listened to it all the way back. Now, remember again, it was 1989. We were all in our early to mid twenties. We all had hair down to our waists. And we did, we did look like a rock band. Uh, if I remember at the time, I think it was around about that time when I actually had, uh, <laughs> I actually had blonde hair. I went to have, blonde streaks but the the hairdresser went a bit wild and I ended up with all blonde hair so we get out all tight jeans long hair t-shirts studied wristbands the whole thing and we're killing time in Blackpool and we're thought oh, we'll get something to eat and we're all northern lads so we'll go to the chippy we'll get some fish and chips now again remember this is before smartphones and when everybody was carrying a camera with them you know but because it was a holiday destination, quite a few people had Polaroid cameras, which were still quite popular then. And the normal cameras where you'd, you'd actually put in the strip of film and you'd have you know, 24 or 36 shots, if I remember rightly, then you'd send them off and they'd go and be processed. So a lot of people were carrying cameras because they were on holiday. So we park the car and we start walking around and there's five of us. And this one person stops us. Says, are you a band? You're a rock band? So quick as a flash, obviously, I said, yes, we are. And then this progressed over the course of the next few hours. We got stopped an unbelievable amount of times. Ended up with people wanting their photographs taken with us. And so we built this story as more and more, as more and more people stopped us. The story that we created got a little bit more elaborate. So we came up with, with a band's name which for the life of me, I can't remember the band's name that we came up with. And then we said that, yeah, we're in Blackpool. We're going to record a music video. That's why we're here. And we're doing it just before we go off on this world tour. And we've got an album coming out. <laughs> and the story spread because it was quite busy. And before we knew it, people were actively looking for us that word got around Blackpool, that there's a rock band there. <laughs> and they wanted pictures taken with us. So from about, what, 27 years ago now, almost, there are people in the UK that's got photographs of them standing with a rock band in Blackpool, who they think is called something or other that I can't remember. If anybody is listening to this that has got a picture or has got a friend that they was once told a story, oh, I met this rock band once, please do send one in. Please scan it and send it in to us, email it to us, tweet us and let us know, because I'd love to see them. I just wish I could remember the damn name that we, we made up. <laughs> so that's how I discovered this album. 
in a car on a way to a football game where I ended up being in a rock band. How about that? So on with the album. Uh, I said, like I said, I'm not going to go through each and every track, but they are really, if you do like up-tempo rock, this is the one for you. I'm not a big fan of the ballads, uh, but to be perfectly honest, the ones in these are quite palatable. There's one that you could say was a power ballad. There's more, um, which is bad for each other, which is track number four. Track eight, why Why should I believe? That's more of like a traditional ballad, a lot, a lot slower. And then, like I said, with track number 10, it finishes off with a Fleetwood Mac cover of the chain. There's nothing I dislike about the album. It's it. I've got to admit, it's one that has grown on me more and more. The first few spins going in the car, I quite enjoyed it, but it didn't hit me in the face like a lot of other albums have on first listening. But it's one that's rewarded repeat plays. And like I said, over the years, I just, I love it all the more. And which is why I wanted to let you know. Um, maybe you haven't heard of this album and it's one that you want to buy. I'm looking at you, at Postman Gav on Twitter. It seems to be the way that whenever I talk about a rock album, uh, he goes out and buys it. So yeah, let me know, Gav, and then we can uh, find out and let everybody know on the next show. Uh, on the next show as well, actually, the next one I'm going to do is going to be a soundtrack interview show. I'm going to be talking to a UK band based in London called The Dust Coder. Now, I was fortunate enough that they sent me a link to their upcoming new album that's out in a few months. And I love it. I really love it. And I'm sure that you will too. So I'm going to be talking to them um, Monday of next week. I'm recording this on a Saturday, so it's only a couple of days away that I'm going to be chatting with them. And of course, playing a couple of songs from the album, which hopefully will get you pre-ordering it, because I'm sure you'll love it. Um way th that you can do things like that, go to our website, which is 60minuteswith.co.uk. There's a contact us form on there. Or you can contact us direct, which is contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. A new addition to the website is an Amazon Associates link. Now, I know there's a hell of a lot of people do this, where they put the Amazon link on the website. You go to it, you order stuff through the link, and the website then gets a little percentage of what you spent. Uh, you do not spend a penny more than you would do if you're buying it on Amazon normally. Uh, we cannot see who you are when you buy anything, so don't worry about that. Uh, what is going to happen, hopefully, if people get into the habit of using it, uh, every single penny that we get back from that, we are putting back in prizes. If you don't follow us on Twitter, which is at 60 Minutes With, uh, we've been doing a lot of Twitter-only competitions, and we've been giving away DVDs, Blu-rays, codes for video games, uh, and we want to give away a lot more. So every single penny that we're going to get back from anybody that orders through Amazon is going to go straight back to listeners and followers. So if you do want to spend an extra few seconds, an extra couple of clicks when you're going to order something from Amazon, if you go to our website first, that would be very much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, what have I missed out? Yeah, I've missed out Instagram. If you want to go to Instagram, which is, again, at 60 Minutes With, there's always stuff on there. A lot of the stuff that is not put on Facebook, facebook.com slash 60 Minutes With. Um, if you do follow all of the social media, there's different stuff on different ones. They each give you a little bit, uh, a little bit extra. And so... That's the end of the show with just me by myself. Like I said, <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed the album as well. Uh, and please keep listening because you've got the dust coder coming next and they're really, really good. So to finish off this track, I'm going to play uh, my second pick from law of the order and I'm going to play track number three and it's called somebody's falling. Sweat begins. 
the pole.